Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Any Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. Goodness sake, kid. Keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not This is the Annie Fry Show. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. Happy Thursday. We are grateful that you're here with us this afternoon. Um, we just got done speaking with Hans von Spakovsky with the Heritage Foundation about the Fonnie Willis trial. Um, Nathan Wade been on the, the stand. I find all of the legal uh, stuff facing, honestly, both lead candidates for the presidency come November to be very confusing. There's so many. There's so many questions surrounding um, even why these things are being prosecuted. And I really feel like the electorate out there can potentially, as we move towards the election, get kind of tired, weary of all of these questions surrounding these two two potential nominees. But yet they're likely going to be the nominees. So we ask ourselves, what is it that is going to shift people who are super anti-Trump and super pro-Trump to decide this election? Let's ask our friend Tyrus. You're becoming like my most stable relationship. Enough said. He is the host of Maintaining with Tyrus on Outkick. Also, he has a Fox Nation special, Tyrus Here and Now, which is a stand-up special that you should absolutely check out. A regular on Gutfeld and a regular on the Andy Fry Show. Tyrus, welcome back. Hey, always a pleasure. Thank you for being here. I, do you get? How do you comb through all of the legal challenges facing these two candidates for the presidency? Oh, I don't comb at all. Um, no combing, no brushing. Focus on what's in front of me. Focus on my family, myself, keeping my household good, and uh, just let the chips fall when they may. I know the way I'm voting is based off my family and my tax bracket, so whatever the, whatever trumped-up, pardon the pun, charges they have out there, I'll continue to vote accordingly. Do you, do you feel like Donald Trump is getting a fair shake, or do you feel 
that the fact that he's Republican and he's Donald Trump, that he's being overly prosecuted for things that other people, should they have done the same thing, wouldn't be charged for? Well, I, I think he's showing how popular he is. I think he's showing how much afraid the other side is that they're, they're going to lose. So they can come at him whatever he wants, but that doesn't dissuade people who, who believe in him and who have benefited under his previous presidency and don't really care about all the noise. So that stuff is only only affects you if you want it to affect you, because if you look at it now, no one from the extreme left or progressive or MSNBC is going to change your mind about what your core values are. Yeah, I, I you know, if, if, if you shift gears over to the side of Joe Biden, both Biden and Trump have these legal challenges facing them based on their possession of classified documents. Um, so a little bit of an interesting detail came out. Here's a report from NBC. President Biden became heated, you'll remember, responding to the special counsel's assertion that he could not remember within several years when his son Bo died. Last week, the president criticized her for asking him about it. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. But tonight, NBC News has learned that her never asked that question, according to two people familiar with the interview last fall. They say it was the president, not her or his team, who first introduced Bo Biden's death. The sources say the president got the date, May 30th, correct, but not the year. So when you, when you hear, Tyrus, that the president's mind is not functioning at the capacity that it should be for the presidency of the United States, I think it broadens the questions that you have about his fitness to do the job. But he's also facing these legal challenges regarding the possession of these classified documents. And then the report comes out and says that he's not fit to stand trial. How do you put all of those things together in the same thought and know that he's still the leading candidate for the Democrats for the presidency in November? Well, and, and, he, and he can be, because all this does has cemented me personally, <clears throat> when I make a voting choice, that anyone who would support who is a medical situation um, wouldn't get a vote for me. So all that report did was only convince me even further not to vote for Joe Biden. I think at this point, we have to stop looking to the media for what we would grow up accustomed to facts and Here's the story. Make your own decision from it. That clearly is not it. What they're trying to do, what you can always tell when the media comes out with a whataboutism or, well, the other guy did it too, that means that everything you saw is exactly what you saw because they would love to dispute it if they had any evidence to do so. Biden probably did bring up his son. A thousand percent he probably did. That's what happens, unfortunately. When, when people get to that age and they have, unfortunately, deterioration kicks in. And again, everyone's number is different. Your number is different than mine. Yeah. Mine might be 56. It could be 97 if I'm lucky. I don't know. But there comes a time when your body starts to, you know, you start to, quote, pay the bill for the life you live. And clearly, President Biden uh, was is paying that bill. So anyone who votes for him based off of anything he says, you're lying to yourself. You know it. Uh, no one's voting for Biden. They're voting the opposition of Trump. So if you're comfortable with making a vote based off of information from opinions from people who want to see things one way, then you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to just reap what you sow. But me, I focus on what's important for me and my family, and doing what's right for your family is enough for me to sleep at night. 
We're speaking with Tyrus. Of course, you know him from Fox News, and I want you to make sure you know about his new show that he has on OutKick. It's called Maintaining with Tyrus. What do you, you've expanded a lot of what you've been doing at Fox News, Tyrus. Of course, we see you on Gutfeld, and we see you make your uh, Fox News contributing hits on other shows, but you started doing this thing with OutKick, uh, which is a partner of Fox News, and you've got your streaming special, stand-up special on Fox Nation. What kind of what kind of direction are you trying to take what you're able to do with that spotlight in the camera with the guests that you bring on? I'm trying to build up the most I possibly can so that retirement party comes sooner. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> so so get it, I'm getting it all in now. I'm looking at the wall and I'm like, I'm just gonna gonna uh, you know, roll up the sleeves and get as much work as I can, build as much as I can so I can pull that retirement cord and Load off to obscurity. Mm. A nice rotator phone in the Midwest somewhere. All right. Maybe raise some mini bulls. I don't know. The future's going to be mine. Uh, what I do know it's not going to be is going to be listening to this type of stuff for the rest of my life. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, man, you know, you're going to do that for the rest of your life. No, I, I, I see the window. So I am every opportunity I get to build the brand and get it ready for retirement, I, I jump all over it. So, do, do, you know, uh, I've I've read your uh, your first book, Just Tyrus, and you've got your new book out right now, Nuff Said. So I know a bit about where you've come from and what you've gone through. Some people who haven't yet read Just Tyrus, go get it, uh, might not understand the, the various paths that your life has taken. Did you, are, are, you're kind of like a tumbleweed in some regards, but you've also had a lot yeah. of intention. How, how do you feel about where you are right now based on all of the different experiences that you've had so far? Uh, when I look where I'm at right now, all my kids are thriving. Uh, there's no uh, what bill we not paying this month attitude around me right now, which is nice. Uh, when I look at in terms of just stick, staying the course, never accepting no, and just working hard. I always believe work, hard work always pays off. It might not be the direction you think or the way you think it's going to go, but if your effort is always next level good things happen so uh, i couldn't be happier where i'm at right now in life because i'm setting it up to where the people that depend on me don't have to depend on me as much going forward so i think that's all a dad really wants a father or a husband really wants is to be able to be in a position to where the people that he takes care of and protects and loves and provides for are in good great space and i mean you don't want them spoiled or lazy but you also want you also don't want them to have a lot of the pressures that are going on in this country where a lot of dads are going to sleep at night with one eye open because they're, they they can't rest well because they're trying to think, how am I going to keep food on the table? How am I going to keep the lights on? So I'm not in that situation, thank God. But And uh, so anytime, and it can happen like that. I'm one bad joke away from being done with all this. So, mm. uh, and so I, I thrive on that pressure, but uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the process right now. You know, Tyrus, what it sounds like to me is that you've got a very clear set of perspective and priorities so that you know why you're doing what you're doing. And it doesn't control you. You control it. But it's not a luxury that everybody has, which is where politics comes in. And I think for you, for me, for people who, uh, you know, feed their family based on their attention to the news cycle, it can sometimes get a little inverted and upside down. If you have this clear set of priorities in front of you and you know why you're doing what you're doing what is your advice to people who do find themselves getting a little too wrapped up in the play-by-play of the kind of salacious part of politics well i think the biggest thing is you have to watch stuff you disagree with you have to investigate the other side to give you some perspective 
because a lot of times, you know, the echo chamber, if you get caught up in the echo chamber too much, um, you end up just as bad as, the, as the, some of the extremes. So the biggest thing is, is to educate yourself to know the where it's, when you see something on the news or somebody makes a report, you have the ability to go, okay, that's the, that's the headline, but what's the real story? And take the time to do that. Also, also know set limits. My, when I'm home for the weekend, my phone's in my truck. I'm done. I'm not looking at anything. I'm focused on family times. So whatever's waiting uh, can wait till Monday. And I need to know this stuff to make my living. So if I'm able to just say, hey, it's the weekend, you know, I'm not going to focus on stuff outside my home. I'm going to focus on things in my home, the people around my home, activities, enjoying time with my family, stuff like that. You still have to take time for yourself. You have to be a little selfish. You know, maybe if, if you're watching news, let's say you're watching the news stream, let's say you're watching it six hours a day, that's a lot. You know, I think most of us can get it in about an hour. Try 10 p.m. Eastern uh, to 11 uh, Monday <laughs> through Friday to get, get that good hour in. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, you know, just just take it as you go, but prioritize. Don't yeah. let things outside your house become bigger issues than what's in your house because then uh, being paranoid about stuff you can't control uh, really hurts the stuff that you can control. So still make time for your family and friends and yourself. Yeah. My seven-year-old daughter said to me a couple nights ago, she said, Mom, I, was, I had just gotten home. You know, it's like 7.30 at night, and I'm getting ready to sit down for the first time that day. And she just looks at me from the kitchen. She goes, Mom, I'd rather, you wa- I'd rather watch you play Fortnite than watch the news. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, you're that's killing me, a lot kid. because you're not good at Fortnite. I, I'm not bad at Fortnite. I'll beat you at Fortnite. Um, Are you good at Fortnite? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm a master. I got more. I got more crowns than royalty. <laughs> I need an. I need a. I need a. I have an assassin team. I've got. <laughs> I've got three cold-blooded assassins that I roll with on <laughs> Fortnite. My nine-year-old, my twelve-year-old. You don't want to mess with us. I have a fourteen-year-old boy and an eleven-year-old girl, and I think the eleven-year-old girl could sometimes. <laughs> she's pretty oh, good the, too. The nine-year-old Georgie, when she gets the hammer. Oh, I believe that. God help you all. <laughs> Man, we'll have to squat up sometime and and and. Oh yeah, we'll have to definitely do that. My, <laughs> we even have headsets. We all sit together. Yeah. We sit in a circle. Yeah. That's family and, bonding uh, time, man. That I mean that that. Oh matters. hey, there's nothing there's nothing better than doing the celebratory crown dance. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know you yep. get that victory royale. All right. Yep. Well, Tyrus, oh, yeah. it yep. might have there's to happen. It might be the most effective and important thing that you and I ever partner up on. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least as far as our inner circle is concerned. Yes. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, the only thing is that I will do everything not to be the guy to make a mistake. Because <laughs> you don't want to be bullied by your kids. My own children have, and we first started playing, because I'm a Madden guy, basketball, a 2K guy. When I first jump on with them, they would literally be like, Dad, stay in the building. <laughs> don't move. I'd be like, no, I'm going out. They're like, stay in the building. <laughs> don't ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Oh, Give me your weapon. Like, they would do that to me. <laughs> Tyrus, you need a Fortnite skin. You need to be in Fortnite. Uh, yeah, that I definitely would be because what I ended up doing was locking myself in my hotel room working <laughs> 12 hours of Fortnite in a montage to be able to prove myself worthy to my children. So those are the real issues we got to worry about, America. We've got to prove ourselves worthy to play a video game with our children. So, That's right. But, yeah, but make sure you're playing with them because mm-hmm. it is dangerous out there. Amen. That's one night. Yep. We do the same thing. I, that's why that's why I learned to play because they wanted to play, and I said the only way you're doing it is under supervision. So I have to. I think the phrase is get cracked at it so that I can. <laughs> I'm just. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
I think there's nothing worse than your right? kids like, oh, dad's on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Come on. All right, Tyrus. I'm, I'm, we might follow up on this. This is pretty funny. Uh, we will definitely follow up on this. Thank you for being yeah. with us, as always. There's a million places people can okay. check you out, and they need to do yeah. that to help your retirement plan. So Yes, ma'am. Make it so. <laughs> Tyrus, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Oh man, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a. Maybe we'll have a. I don't know that anyone will know about it, but it might happen that there's a Tyrus family versus the Fry family. We'll see. We're going to take a quick break and hope to connect to Congressman Mike Bost. Uh, he's is he? Are they voting? Yeah, they changed the the schedule. Now he has to vote, so he's not going to be able to join us. Not today. Not today. Okay. Well, we'll reconnect. I know he's is he still going to be in studio next week? That's the plan. Okay. Well, we will have him in studio for a couple segments, which I'm excited about because he is going to answer questions from y'all as well. We scheduled him for the next segment, and then which? Do you know what vote they're taking? Uh, I did not get, I did not get that information. Yeah. They just said the votes went long, and now he's not able. That's to That's the it. nature of the beast when you're in the afternoon, as we are, and we understand that. But we will connect with Congressman Mike Bost uh, next week in studio. We'll get Ryan Wiggins back in here and uh, extend the conversation on the Annie Fry Show. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. So the YouTube live chat poll for today. Will the Democrat ticket in November be Biden-Harris? We've got four options. One is yes, Biden-Harris it is. One is no Biden, one is no Harris, and one is neither of them. And I peeked at the results, and three of them are very close. So please go cast your vote in the live chat of the Annie Fry YouTube live broadcast right now. I'll read you a couple of the comments here. Vicky says, as of today, I now say Biden-Harris. I think they will prop him up as long as they can, but so much can change between now and the DNC convention in August. Russell says, yes, Biden-Harris is what I think today, but things can change and both may not be on the Democratic ticket when all is said and done. Who knows? Chris says, neither. I don't think Biden will be on the ticket and nobody can stand Harris. You know, I think that it's important to remember that the asset that Joe Biden was and is, in my opinion, 
in my uh, observation, is that he is malleable. He is seems to be willing to be agreeable to what, in my opinion, that I don't have, I guess, evidence that says this specifically, but my assumption is, is that he is being managed, that the president of the United States is being managed. Fair assumption? Yes. Yes. Is there any possibility that everything that's going on from the White House is Joe Biden's and Joe Biden's alone? No, I don't think there's any possibility that he is leading the charge on everything. Or anything. Yeah. I, I think he could be there's, leading on some things. There's, but. there's too many times when he's come out and said something and then the White House has had to walk it back. He's not saying it on accident. He's just not in step with what the White House is doing. Uh, I would Which look is at, ironic because he should be the White House. He should be leading what the White House is doing. Absolutely. I look at the um, thing with um, Austin and how nobody knew what was going on. And the reason nobody knew what was going on, in my opinion, is, is because Lloyd every, yeah, everybody's doing their own thing. And there's not a lot of communication going back to the White House because the White House doesn't need to know because they're not really doing anything with any of that. That I mean, that's. I look at it, and that's what I see. I see disarray at the top because there's no communication at the top because you've got almost like a cabal of people handling different things. I'm reading this um, for the first time right here, live breaking news. Uh, The Maelstrom Air Force Base went on lockdown today, this morning, in response to an active shooter alert on base. The base, which is located in Cascade County, Montana, went into a lockdown status just before 10.30 a.m. local time. The safety of our personnel is of the utmost priority and updates will continue to come from official channels. At this time, it is advised to shelter in place, according to the base in a Facebook post. The Great Falls Police Department and the Cascade County Sheriff's Office were responding to the scene to provide assistance. Schools in the surrounding area were told to shelter in place. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte said his office has been in contact with General Roenick regarding the reports of an active shooter alert at the melt. Malmstrom Air Force Base. I will continue to monitor the situation with the general. So that's happening. It's a lot of this. There was a lot more yesterday than the Kansas City uh, shooting as well, which from my understanding, the latest news on that is that they still don't have, they, they have not charged. Yesterday we were told very quickly that there were multiple people who arrested, at least two, but then I saw photographs of three individuals uh, on Twitter last night, um, we they have not charged any of those people. So we don't have details. I have seen reports that say that it was a, a dispute between two individuals that manifested itself in the middle of the Super Bowl parade. Um, and then, of course, I've seen a lot of uh, legislation proposals on Twitter over the course of the last... Um, 15 hours or so. So another uh, breaking news alert for what is taking place in Montana. If anything develops from that, we will certainly update you there. When I look at the president, I don't see a leader. I see a, a figurehead. And I don't know how anybody can really advocate that Joe Biden has had a, that he's had a, like, what is the Biden commission mm. as the president He's very focused on green energy, but none of this stuff really seems to be led from him. What he was served up to the American people to be in the 2020 election was the anti-Trump, nice guy, 
well-meaning, yes, elderly, but somebody who can relate to you, who knows you, who rides the train just like you, who's kind of a blue-collar um, type of guy, which is ironic because he's been in government for 50 years. That's what we were sold, not really on a policy plan. It was enough to be anti-Trump, and it might still be, which is frightening. That's uh, Pond on YouTube says, having said neither, I hope it's not Trump either. I think Biden-Harris might be the only Dems he could beat easily. I will, however, vote for Trump if the nominee. A lot of what happens in November, I think, really weighs on how many other opportunities voters have to vote for not Trump. If it is Trump versus Biden, Biden will fare better. If it's Trump versus RFK Jr. versus Biden versus whomever else, it is a much, much more difficult road for Joe Biden and the Democrats to traverse. NBC News reports Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia danced around his interest in launching a third party presidential bid here Thursday in Cleveland. But he endorsed a potential running mate if he does. Do you know the story? I have not heard this. Hypothetically, if I was picking my running mate, and of course, Joe Manchin is a Democrat serving in the Senate who is not running for re-election. Hypothetically, if I was picking my running mate, really who I would ask right now is Mitt Romney. Surprise, surprise. Those guys are running. Manchin said, identifying the Republican senator from Utah. Mitt Romney is also not running for re-election. Manchin also said he would consider former Senator Rob Portman, a Republican from Ohio, as a vice presidential pick. Rob's a dear friend of mine. What a good man, Manchin said. Manchin offered several pointed criticisms of President Joe Biden in an appearance at a city club of Cleveland breakfast, part of his nationwide, quote, listening tour, end quote, end of quote, that followed his decision to not seek another Senate term. The tour, which included a stop last month in New Hampshire, ahead of that state's first-in-the-nation presidential primary, has fueled speculation that Manchin might mount an independent or third-party campaign for president. He's been linked to the No Labels organization effort to field a bipartisan ticket. I hate the No Labels name. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It sounds off-label, off-brand. And so then I try to think to myself, if I were going to just, like, manifest a new party, what would I name it? And I don't know, but I wouldn't name it No Labels. Forward Party. <laughs> Two things. One. What was his name? Is his Andrew name? Yang. Andrew, Andrew Yang. Yang. I saw a forward party sign in somebody's yard the other day. I kid you not. I, I wonder could if they knew it was there. It. <laughs> Somebody like pranked him. Uh, two things. One, I would love to see that listening tour because what I picture is Joe Manchin watch, walking out on a stage and just kind of cupping his hand <laughs> to his ear, not saying anything. No, he's just saying. Just standing there. He just walks out and he's like, am I right? Huh? Yeah. Donald Trump, am that's I right? It. Yeah, we can't really say nothing because we're on the radio, but that's literally what I'm picturing is him walking out, standing behind a podium, and saying nothing. And Hunt- just, just going, Whoop. Hunter says, Whoop. can I, can we get 97.1 to send Wiggins on a nationwide listening tour? That would be so fun. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> fine. And I would do just that. I would do nothing but stand there and be like, Shh, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> and people just shout. And I go, okay, okay. I think that Manchin and Mitt Romney, I, I, I don't know anybody who likes Mitt Romney. That was my number two, is that why would you put Mitt Romney on the ticket? He already ran for president as a Republican. I get putting a moderate Republican on the ticket with him, yeah, but, not but Mitt why Romney. him? Especially because Mitt Romney is every Democrat's favorite Republican, and, and Joe Manchin is every Republican's favorite Democrat. And guess what? 
Republicans aren't voting for Joe Manchin and Democrats aren't voting for Mitt Romney. Exactly. It's it's only in contrast because Joe Manchin makes Democrats look bad and Mitt Romney makes Republicans look bad. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't in my mind materialize in effective votes. No, it's just sort of the uh the we're not them. That that that's all they're saying. Man. It's such an interesting theory here cuz you always hear the first the first party to the middle, the first party not to seem crazy will win. And everybody's like, we don't want crazy candidates. Now, we've got two crazy candidates. You got Joe Biden, who can't like remember anything. And you got Donald Trump, who is Donald Trump. So if you play this thought experiment out and you go, OK, well, we'll run Joe Manchin, who's not a crazy candidate. He seems to be a common sense Democrat. And then you run Mitt Romney, who seems to be the Republican version of whatever uh, Joe Manchin is. Nobody likes those people. What you will end up with is two people running on a platform that nobody likes. So do people really want that middle-of-the-road candidate, or do they just want the other side to run a normal person so they can run their crazy person? Any popularity that Manchin or Romney has is simply, well, uh, it's more for Romney than Manchin, I believe. But those gentlemen are a means to an end to a point that fortifies their original parties. Mm-hmm. It's not like... You should be in charge of things. I'll read for you this. Adam Kinzinger said, if the choice comes down to Biden or Trump in 2024, the answer is easy. It's Biden. Adam Kinzinger. That's an old that's an older story. He says, I don't even have to hesitate. Do I agree with everything Joe Biden's doing? No, of course not. He's a Democrat. I'm an old school Republican, I'll say. But I believe he's a good man. And I believe he's focused on the Constitution. I believe he's not oh looking for reasons to violate the Constitution like Donald Trump is. I wouldn't hesitate it at all. Do you remember when that came out? No. Oh, I no, when was that? December 8th of last year. I remember that. It's, but I mean, like, if you hear stories, that if you hear, if the headline is Kinzinger says he supports Biden over Trump, that's something that goes into my head and immediately, like, for my own sanity, goes way in the back of the file folder. Get away out there because I don't want to even know it because it makes me mad. Yeah, basically everything he and Liz Cheney say look as if they're TDS. They're well, they're TDS, but they're like self promotion opportunities. Because if they were to come, it's just like if you come out with research that that says, "Hey, we we discovered that uh, this food is healthy for you. It's the same as we've always told you. Eat your peas. Nobody's going to publish it." But if you come out and you go, oh, we discovered that actually peas are a carcinogen, like something that's way out of left field, you're going to get a lot of attention. And so that's all these two people do is they just say things that are opposite of what you'd think they would do with the R next to their name. And then they promote themselves in in the process. Um, this is another news update from Fox News just now, uh, posted 11 minutes ago and might illustrate a little bit why we're not talking to Congressman Bost right now. The House voted Thursday afternoon in favor of stripping the Biden administration's authority to permit natural gas export projects in a blow to the president's climate agenda. In a 224 to 200 vote, the House approved the so-called Unlocking Domestic LNG Potential Act. U-D-L-P. Okay, that doesn't spell anything fun. Usually they do. (laughs) With 215 Republicans and nine Democrats voting in favor, Congressman Fluger of Texas, who's a Republican, chairs the House Energy Action Team, according to the legislation on February 1st, arguing that it would ultimately overturn President Biden's recent actions, pausing permits for new LNG export projects. 
He told Fox News Digital just last year, President Biden told the Europeans that they needed to get off Russian gas and that the U.S. would supply their liquid natural gas needs. Now that it is an election year, he's reneging on that deal to appease his radical climate base. Two thirds of the world's natural gas is produced in four countries, Russia, Iran, United States and Qatar. This effective ban on U.S. LNG exports is a gift to Putin and the Iranian regime that just killed three service members with their weapons to the Houthis. I am proud to stand up for the American jobs when the president seems to only stand up for the interests of Russia and Iran. Man. Man. Vladimir Putin has to be popping popcorn all day. Like, in my mind, he's eating popcorn and popcorn is flying everywhere watching America tie themselves in political knots over proximity to Vladimir Putin. Yeah, Russia. over basic stuff, too. I mean, this isn't deep political stuff. That not, is basic warfare. And not, in, in the meantime, not focusing on obvious, horrendous issues that are facing the United States in a real, immediate fashion. Nope. We got to use the, the Russia card, the Putin card. And I'm not even saying that you know, I know Tucker Carlson and his interview with Vladimir Putin has caused a lot of people to look, take a second look at Russia and Putin. And you could take a second look at anything and feel even more confirmed in what your first look was. So you take a second look at something that doesn't mean that you're taking an obvious alternate perspective than what you were exposed to at first. But. It is, it is so, it's, it's so disappointing, I think is the right word, to watch politicians on both sides of the aisle just constantly try to manipulate how the American voter feels for like 30 minutes. Yes. I mean, it's, that's what you get that's out of That's exactly it. what it is. They're it's, just trying I, to manipulate the way you feel about it. And every day, the Republicans have to come out and make sure that they remind you to be angry and disgusted with Democrats. That's what the, they, they think. And the Democrats have to come out and remind you how disgusted you are with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. which is why he's the Republican Party, because they've made him that. Mm-hmm. Are, ha- have you have you had your daily dose today of, of disgust for the people on the other side? And in the meantime, not a dang thing is getting done. It, well, this is I would give them credit for this. Yes. True. Because this Fact. is something that they did. And it sounds like it was somewhat bipartisan. At least some Democrats heard it and said, yeah, that makes sense. We should not be using Russian natural gas. Mm-hmm. Let's use our own natural gas. We're one of the top four producers in the world. Let's use our own. This is basic stuff that your government should be doing. But they just grandstand. That's all they do. Because it's all about politics. The end, the means is what they say and try to evoke in your emotions. And the end is how you vote. And then the next end is the next election. And everything in between is just noise. But everything in between is the substance. It has to be the substance. We have to put them back on their heels so that they remember that they are representing us. And like like Ryan said in the article that I thought was important to read to you, that it's good to see that the Republicans took action in this. Um, for good, for good, uh, for good cause. But there was also Democrats. What did I say? Uh-huh. Nine Democrats yeah. that voted with them. Good. Yeah, this, good. Th- this is this is the most bipartisan thing to come out of the House Woo! in a long hey, time. Hey, you know what? Let's send it to the Senate and have them vote two thirds majority. Then we don't even I, I have don't, to worry about the White House. But I don't even know if 
if this is power of the purse thing, I don't know that this is something that goes to the Senate. If it's a spending thing. Oh, okay, good. I will look into that. Yeah. I read it live. Um, like, we got to go to a break. The YouTube live chat poll, will the Democrat ticket in November be Biden-Harris? Yes, no Biden, no Harris, or neither of them. Let's read some more of your responses before we go to a quick break here, because I want to spend a little more time with Willie Nelson. Andy said, yes, they've circled the wagons now. They will protect him this campaign. And even though everyone will know he isn't at all in control, they'll push on with him. They've grown arrogant with power. Yeah. (laughs) Well said, Andy. We'll be right back. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. On the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Uh, we don't have a ton of time right here, but this I came across this. This is so wild. You Did you watch the video of, of the Howie Mandel thing? I did. So you saw it? Oh, yeah. Have you seen Howie Mandel and Dana I saw White? just enough of it to know what you're talking about. But you didn't watch the I didn't watch like, the whole, whole clip. thing. Well, the, well <laughs> it's not a lot. Well, there's, I guess that's, yeah. Um, I'm going to play this clip for you. Howie Mandel is welcoming Dana White onto his podcast. Did I know that Howie Mandel had a podcast? I did not. Listen to Howie Mandel's voice and tone when he's welcoming Dana White, who is super outspoken about being anti-woke. He's had fighters in, what is it, UFC, that have said some less than supportive things of the LGBTQ community. And then Dana White was asked, like, you can allow them to talk that way? And he's like, I don't get to tell anybody what they get to say. What do you think this is? So he didn't come out and be like, the fighter is wrong, and I love the LGBTQ community, and they're very important. And he didn't he didn't do the tap dance that a lot of people do in that moment. And he pushed back on, like, how dare you suggest that I, as a human, have a right to dictate what another human has to say. Free speech and all. So, and, and then who is Dana White's friend? Trump. Cardinal Sin, right? Yeah. Right? Yes. I hate when people say right. <laughs> Here, here's Howie Mandel, who I can't imagine is like super Trumper. Yeah, you don't get that sense. He seems to lean left at least. Having Dana White onto his show and then Dana White's reaction. Listen to this. Dana White, you are an amazing guy. You are. I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, you and Ginger seem to be getting along. Um, you are not only an amazing businessman, you are an inspiration. You are a philosopher. The way you do business, the way you uh, conduct your business and your friendships and media is, uh, I'm, I'm jealous. And But Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you for all the kind words, I appreciate it. I, I am so tired of doing podcasts. It's, I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. And then he left. He gets up, Dana White gets up, and he leaves. Do you think Javi Mandel was being Honest and sincere. I do. I don't think he was trying to be sarcastic in saying those things. I mean, I think he was fawning over a little bit just because he's kind of a comedian. But fawning. He's fawning, <laughs> fawning, Willis. 
But I, I don't get the sense that he was making fun of him there at all. I, I wouldn't have gotten that. Bran? Uh, I don't think that he was making fun of him. I think Dana White is just done. I don't get how why he shows up, though, at a podcast and then goes, well, I'm not going to do any podcasts. We have been in media long enough that you know that there are things that happen before, things that have happened, not even necessarily in your presence, but there can be context and somebody comes on the air and it happens that as it materializes, sometimes it goes a different direction. I haven't had any of those instances dramatically in my career, but I've seen it happen. And can we cue this up? We mm-hmm. need to get to that. And in, when, when the context is off the air and it comes on the air, you can still hear it if you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened before that. But Howie Mandel sound, sounded to me like he thought Dana White was the worst person to walk the face of the planet. Really? Oh, my gosh. Man, yes. I just did not get that from him in that clip. And then again... It would have to be, you're right, it would have to be something that had happened before they started talking. Because it doesn't make any sense that everything was fine. And then he starts saying, okay, I'm going to introduce you. And he's talking about all these things that he is. And maybe Dana White takes it the wrong way. I don't know. Again, I don't think that Howie Mandel was trying to do anything mean-spirited there. But it had to have taken place before they started talking for him to come on the air and then go, I'm not going to talk to you. Unless it was a stunt, which I am seeing people suggest that it was all planned because right. they were trying to get us some attention. Fonnie Willis, is, is, it looks like, did she take the stand? Wow. Now what are they doing? Let's yes, listen in. she took the stand. Let's listen in. This is happening right now in Atlanta. Just a moment, Miss Willis. Uh, so, Miss Cross, I don't know if you want to speak with Miss Willis now. It's sounding like maybe they're withdrawing the objection to the motion. I believe the motion to. Um, or, or does Miss Willis want to take the lead here? We'll okay. draw the motion to quash Miss Willis. Based on the. I'll make that. Okay, so the um, position of the district attorney at this point is that she's no longer uh, contesting the subpoena. Miss Mersion has called her as the next witness. I would ask. Um, I need. Three documents in front of me, and they're the three filings of Miss Merchant. Three filings. So this is Fonnie Willis in at the witness stand, correct? Yes, and she just entered the room. Right. You know what? Let's pause it right here because the, she's not going to testify right in this moment, but things are materializing here. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we if if she's testifying, we're going to let you listen to that line of questioning here on the Annie Fry Show. Uh, we will be covering this as it continues to develop. It sounded like they subpoenaed her and she's no longer contesting it so that she will be the next witness they hear. Yeah. Let's listen in. Don't go away. We'll have all the news for you when we come back. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 